March 31st, 2022. I am here with the best darn co-host a pal could ever have, Mr. Sean Abbott. I'm Nick Metzger. We're going to be chatting about Xbox, about Game Pass, about how PlayStation is going to try to eat some lunch. We got all kinds of stuff chatting about today. So, but first, before we get into the nitty gritty of video game details, how's life going, man? It's good. It's going good. Uh, Last day of March, you know, so UK's had snow. Well, of course, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this, this, this time last year, we were in shorts and T-shirts and sweating. This year, I had to take at least an inch of snow off the car. So Nice. It's your yeah, turn, it. apparently. It finally <laughs> made it across the ocean because we had it last week. Yeah. We had, like, all the, all, all the snows. Um, but, yeah, it would snow in the morning, and then it would melt in the afternoon. It did that for, like, three days in a row last week. Uh, now we just got rain. Just lots of, lots of chilly, cold rain. Um, well, yeah, so there, there you go. Things, uh, things over in my neck of the woods are going pretty, pretty good. The kids are like anxious and all, all just antsy because tomorrow's their last day and then they get a week off for spring break. So, so, you know, they're, they're pretty much checked out to be honest. I mean, they're not really, I don't, I don't know what learning is going to get done on Friday. I'm not a teacher, but I doubt it's going to be very much if you want to, if you want to know the truth. Um, so we're not doing anything real special. Uh, probably just hang out at the house, play some video games. Hopefully, the weather's supposed to be crap, so I don't know. You you had you had mentioned that Sonic Two was out, so we'll probably take him to see Sonic. Uh, that, yeah, that'll be a fun that's, little time. That's I'm picking Logan up from from nursery tomorrow, um, and then we're gonna go treat him to a McDonald's, and then I'm taking him to see Sonic. Nice. Yeah, that's that's the thing to do. That's that's what we'll do with the kids next week at some point. Speaking of, I took uh, the wifey's birthday was uh, this last weekend, and uh, I, I took her out, and I was like, listen, what do you want to do? And she mentioned, she was like, I had showed her the crumble cookie thing, you know? And she was like, <laughs> I want to go see uh, Channing Tatum's butt, and then uh, go eat uh, crumble cookies. And I was like, dude, that's great. I'm in on that. Um, and Do you love yourself so, in Channing Tatum? <laughs> and so so um, we went and saw crumble cookies. <laughs> she She's down here now. She just like popped up. I swear she's like a, she's like a ghost. I didn't want to see his butt. <laughs> <laughs> this is live. Here's a shade of red right there. It's a new shade of red. Well, I mean, we did. You know, whatever happened. <laughs> I like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> oh, she likes Sandra Bullock, yeah, which that's all another guy. I can agree with that one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and then, wow, wow, got hot in here. I don't know about you. I was going to tell you. Happy birthday, right Becca. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it's true. We saw his butt, okay? Either way, whether she wanted to or not, we did. And then we went and uh, ate some crumble cookies. And, I, you know, so I was up in the air about Yoder's. I said, you know, we had this Yoder's Country Marketplace. It might be. No way, man. Crumble beats it out. I mean, these cookies are like twice as big and they are they have these like frosting stuff. But it's amazing. So so I don't know if you got a crumble over there, man, but you could just try it out. It's good stuff. No, but uh, just oh, speaking of the, the, the whole Twitterverse went a bit crazy, didn't it? With Between the Nintendo dads and Crumble, you know, I know DMs opened. So, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. No, it's cool stuff. I'm I'm happy for them. They deserve it. I mean, so many of us have tried it thanks to uh, 
thanks to them chatting about Crumble, and we found one up uh, up uh, north uh, in Kalamazoo. And so, yeah, we Sean, we were like, listen, we're gonna get like the, the everybody talking about the four box. We get there, we're like, okay, what four cookies do we want? And it took us like two minutes to be like, what? Hell, we're just gonna get all six. So we just we just bought all six. They had like they had like six a week, and it was like, well, why not? And so we ate on them, and then we the kids had some when they got back from they were at their grandma's, and then yeah, and then my mom had one, and so yeah, they they made the distance. Anyways, so so that's what I've been up to. Um, well, enough of that. Let's uh, let's get into top 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 stories uh the top story sean i don't know if you're aware of this but uh this will probably be our last episode because uh game pass is over playstation is out they're just gonna you know they're they're done game pass is done playstation is here it's all over their subscription service is in so no more game pass i would imagine right yeah all right okay Come out of Sony. Tell you what, if if somebody who plays a lot of PlayStation starts a Sony like Game Pass style podcast, we should basically we should have turf wars. <laughs> oh yeah, we would totally, and I'd love it. Somebody should. I don't care if it's a subscription, but somebody in the Nintendo Dads needs to start a PlayStation deal. So you know, listen. I mean, I don't know who it needs to be, but somebody needs to do it. Um, it would be awesome. We'd have them on here like all the time. I mean, we could do Elden Ring things. Oh my gosh, it'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we, we could have a, yeah. like a, a weekly debate of who whose service is better than whose. Yeah, who who brought out the best games this week? So, um, you know, really, they are quite similar. I mean, they they seem quite similar to me. Um, it, the only thing is, PlayStation has more of a back catalog, quite frankly. Like, just yeah. to be honest, and that's the thing they they really need if they want to be really successful, they have to push that back catalog quite quick to really grab everybody because that's that's i've got the ear to the ground now and i'm looking and i'm thinking i don't have the room for a ps5 but i could still dip in and get a ps4 pro or a ps4 and quite happily play the back catalog of games like driver like the original gran turismos and stuff like that and that would pull me across to playing the playstation a little bit but it's how quick they get it out I am never buying a PlayStation. Well, I'm gonna say never. But as long as I'm I'm deep into Xbox, I'm not buying a PlayStation. And it's not against PlayStation. There are games I'd love to play. I just don't have the time to play three consoles. Um, <laughs> I don't have the time to play two consoles. Let's be honest. I could just have a Switch yeah, or an Xbox, and I'd be just fine. Um, but I have two. Uh, but if they do like a streaming stick, like Xbox is you know chatting about, uh, I'm in. I'll buy it. I'm a sucker. Yeah. I'll buy if it. If they do an X-Dong. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I mean, it's better than if PlayStation does a Play-Dong. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I mean I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> PS-Dong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds too, a little bit better. That sounds too a close bit. to the bone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. What has happened? Dang. Well... Okay, let's try to pull away so we don't have to have an explicit tag on this week's podcast <laughs> between uh, Channing Tatum's butt and, you know, all kinds of other stuff. Anyways, um, so, but yeah, I mean, as a guy who doesn't play PlayStation, hasn't played PlayStation, just think of the games you would have to play for the first time. I mean, really good games. It would be amazing. 
Uh, so, you know, yeah. as much as I'm a Game Pass guy, I, I, I'll look at it and say, yeah, that, that's got a good service. But PlayStation stopped short and would not and do, is not going to give you day one games on their yeah. on their thing. Is that is that a killer? <sighs> do you think that's going to I mean, yeah, I mean what, what do you think? That, that, that's the thing. People are going to turn around and go, look, so $15 a month with the Xbox and I get to play games like Forza Horizon 5, Halo Infinite, you know, the big game, big two games from last year they get like, you get on day of release uh, to enjoy, like, it's part of your subscription. Now, God of War, are they going to do another God of War? If they do another God of War, you're still going to have to pay full market value for that, as well as your £15 a month subscription. That would turn me off. That would be like, the only reason why I tried Halo Infinite and got back into Farza was because they were free. So if you want more people to play your titles and have the whole word of mouth thing going on, make them free day of release for those people that are paying for your subscription service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I I mean, I still think you're going to get a bunch of people to jump on. I mean, if I had a PlayStation, I'd jump on this. I mean, there's just so much. Unless you're a PlayStation. So just imagine if if it was the Switch. Uh if it was well, what am I saying? This the never mind. That as much as that made sense. That. <laughs> as much as that made sense in my head, I realized, oh yeah, it's what they do. Um so I I it would be interesting. We should get a PlayStation guy on here and chat about this though. Cuz okay, so as a Nintendo guy, <sighs> Am I am I interested in all the old titles? I guess I am. So maybe PlayStation guys are interested in all their old titles too, and you just so they're just retreading the same deal. Except really, yeah. PlayStation's is a lot better than Nintendo's. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. See, see, I have I have some nostalgia for some old PlayStation games like Driver and the original Gran Turismo. Jumping Jack Flash was like the first 3D platformer I played on the 128 bit console. So. There, there, there's a, a small amount of nostalgia to go back and play those games, but is it strong enough to then have to buy the console, pay the subscription? Probably not. If I was going to get things like the new Spider, the next Spider-Man, if, I was, if that was part of my subscription and so on and so forth, then yes, I probably would. And I'd have to juggle a third console between the games that I played. But mm-hmm. hopefully they all kind of drop different things at different times for me to do that because... I'm the, I'm the same as you. I struggle at the moment to find the time to pay, play two consoles. So, well, isn't the new Spider-Man is uh, like an extra offering, isn't it? Miles Morales, isn't that in this? I thought it was. Um, yeah, but if they do an A and over one, oh, another one. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, oh, you, you know, for me, like I said, if they did a streaming thing, I'd I'd pull I'd pull the trigger on it. And I would gladly pay for it. And I would play all the old games. And you know what? If they do a Spider-Man this year and I don't play it for two years, I don't care. Like, you know, I'm, I just like I don't need I don't need to be number one in this particular in this particular um, sphere. Like, I mean, I want to play day one Switch games. I want to play day one Xbox games. If I don't play day one PS games, I'm I'm fine, you know. If I play Horizon Forbidden West in in a year or two, that's cool. I'm good with that. I still get to play it. Um, it's not. I'm not going to feel like I'm out anything. Uh, so yeah, I think the plan's good. I think. I mean, just to be honest, um, 
I'm I'm totally down for it. Will it eat Xbox's lunch? No, really. I do. You, do you find them as competitors? Do you no, find not yet? Not yet. No, and only because Xbox have worked quite hard over the last few years to improve the service that they 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 have at the moment. So to try and come in and match that and beat it in one sitting, I think is going to be difficult. I think PlayStation, Sony are probably going to see a two or three year growth on this mm-hmm. um, to really get the speed, to get the traction that they need. They need to really entice people into it. And See, I, I just don't think they're competing. They're, they're competing. I don't think they're competing. Uh, I don't think they're competing. I, I think they both have things that they offer. I mean, the subscriptions are obviously similar, um, but I think they both have things that they offer that are that are not the same. I mean, one one's offering a service of back catalog games more than anything else, and the other one is offering brand new day one titles. I I don't know. I I I think they're separate enough that they don't cross over all that much. It's kind of like Hulu and Netflix, which although those are kind of like starting to converge more, but like when they first started. Hulu was like, like LA TV. Yeah, they were just like real like TV episodes from the from the past. And Netflix w- was like movies. And like it, they're like, sure, are they the same service? But they don't really compete because they were two different things. Now, Hulu is kind of they've both kind of walked on top of the other's turf now. So that doesn't so much hold true. But at the at, when they first started, that was very true. It was like, well, yeah, Hulu's TV. Netflix is like movies. OK, we get it. Um, yeah, we well, see. I'd compare this more to Amazon Prime Video and Netflix. Yeah, you think the, they're they're more similar? Netflix, yeah. Netflix does the bigger bangers, so you know you've got things like Stranger Things, um, Big Mouth. You know the the more interesting stuff. Where Prime didn't. Prime kind of had a like a few decent movies, a few decent series weren't making a right lot of their own stuff. And then as they eventually grew a bit more traction and got bigger, you had things like the Grand Tour and things like that. So they took on Jeremy Clarkson and Richard Hammond and James May. Mm. Chucked a load of money at them. They're making their own drama series now and touching on trying to make their own movies and bring big movies like to them before they reach Netflix and Sky. So I think that's what Sony's trying to do. I think Sony are going to try and come in and and be like, well, Microsoft has spent years, like nearly a decade, making this subscription service and building it from the ground up slowly and gradually introducing different things. They're coming in and they will, I can see in the next three years that they're going to try and push this and grow it and make it as strong as Game Pass is for Xbox, mm-hmm. for Sony to be a big earner because it's the way to go. It's the... It is a big earner. We've seen how much money it's been making for Xbox for them to be able to start the acquisition of, of Activision and Blizzard. Mm-hmm. So a Sony kind of looking at oh, if Microsoft have done it this well and made this much money, can can we not do the same? Can we not take their um you know, can can we not take how it works and roll with it and make it fit our business model um and slowly introduce things so it starts that you don't get the day ones in 12 months time. They might say you can get some of the exclusive day ones that are Sony only, mm-hmm. but not all of them. And kind of 
can they do that? Can they entice enough people and keep casting the rod and, and getting more people to bite? Maybe not poaching people from Game Pass, but getting enough people interested that it starts making them decent amount of money. Yeah, and you know, just because we're not getting first party uh PlayStation titles doesn't mean we won't get day one. Not getting them day one first party PlayStation titles. I don't think that means we're not gonna get day one third party titles. Um yeah. uh there was a ninja game that just dropped on their free games that was day one, and I can't remember sh- I Shadow Warrior or something. Something. Um something something Shadow Warrior. Um or Shadow Warrior something. Um and so and so, yeah, I mean, they still might try to cut uh, some of those deals. And I think really for PlayStation, they have a better chance of making money off of this than than Xbox does right now or Microsoft does right now with Game Pass because they own these games. I mean, they're, they're working off of a back catalog, kind of like Nintendo. I mean, they're just, you know, they're just retreading what they got, which kudos on them. Um, you know, if you can get away, with, if you can get away with that and make money with it, then why not? That's what yeah. I say. Uh, anything else on PlayStation subscription? No, I think it's just going to be interesting to watch. I think it's going to be something that very Microsoft so. are probably going to keep a very close eye on. What is their, what is their, um, what do they call their thing where they give you those three games? Like, like the, it's their version of games with gold. Do you remember? Do you know what that's called? It was just play. Was it not just PlayStation plus? It was part of that. Oh, it didn't have its own name. Year. Okay, I thought it had its own name. Um, <clears throat> I mean, when I see Jesse, I think it's Jesse normally that like lays out on the PlayStation Discord channel um, what what they are. I usually am like, dang, those are better games. Like, I'm not gonna lie, those are just like they're they're better than games with gold games. Um, so uh, yeah, I think if they keep bringing those out, plus what they're doing, I think it'll be I think it'll be fun to watch. Like you said, I think that's a good way to say it. Sean, did you pull the trigger <laughs> on a Paramount Plus subscription? No. no. Do have, do you plan to once, like, in a month after, like, four or five episodes have dropped? Maybe. Knife Possibly. to the heart, Sean. I, I start, I've, start, <laughs> I've started watching Punisher, so... Yeah. Well, you sh- I mean, okay, here. I've watched the first episode, and I will say... It's it's good. You know, it's not great. It's good. And the CGI in parts is a little sketchy. I mean, I, I I thought it would be a little bit higher quality from what I was seeing. I don't know. That's my own take. Um, lots of I, I can't remember who said it, but there were somebody said it on, on Twitter. Uh, lots of fan service. 100 percent. Lots of fan service, you know, in the helmet stuff, grabbing the warthog cannon, uh, you know, all those things using the sniper rifle. I mean, you know, all those things hearing the sound when when uh, when the Spartan armor gets dropped down to red or when, it, you know, they lose the armor, like all those things happen. And it is it is it is a lot of fan service. It's fun to watch. Um, I will say, you know, I, I don't think this is a spoiler, but the helmet comes off in the first episode and uh, they should have dragged that out. That's something that should, that should have been like end of the first I, season. I was surprised. I was surprised, Sean. I really didn't think it would come up. But I will say for the scene, you know, it fits. 
it fits how it's not like he was just like, I'm gonna take my own. Well, do you know, it, it yeah. there's a there was a whole scene thing that was going on and it, it does fit the scene. So I guess that's that's what I'll say. Um, so I'll keep watching. I'm intrigued. I'm in. I'll, you know, I'll see where it goes. Um, I'm not, I'm not amazed with it, but it's certainly not the worst streaming, uh, show I've ever watched so far. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I, I, I'm on the fence about it is we're we're still watching Grey's Anatomy. So trying to quickly catch it with that and get to the point that it's currently airing all the time. Um, and then if that's, what we're watching at home. And then when if I'm at work and we get a bit of a quiet period, I'm trying to work my way through what Marvel offers on the Disney plus, because I'm a big Marvel fan. Um, still haven't seen the new Spider-Man, even though I was supposed to see it for my birthday last year. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm now waiting for, I know I'm now waiting for it to come out on Blu-ray. So that makes sense. I'll uh, stand that up on Blu-ray. Being... Um, Go ahead. So, so yeah, I, I started watching Punisher a while back. I watched like the first two or three episodes and then something else caught my attention. Or I just ran out of time to be able to watch it. So I've had to restart that again. So yeah, that's currently what I'm watching. Nice. I was going to say being a, fo- being a Marvel fan and wanting to watch them all, that's like a full-time job. Like, I mean, I mean, there's just, my wife and I were just talking about that. Like there's just so much out. I just, I can't even imagine to keep up with the whole yeah. I literally have the Punisher to finish and then the newest Spider-Man film and I've watched everything. <laughs> that is impressive. Yeah. I mean, I when I watch the TV and I see new and I when I watch TV, when I watch TV and I see new like trailers, I'm always like, I, what what is like what 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 is this guy? I can't even keep track. I, I don't know. There's there's a lot happening. The new phase is starting, so um has started and everything's slowly coming out and there's lots of stuff to put in place for that um and there's another guy on shift that's a big marvel fan like me and every time we we cross paths there's a lot of have you seen this have you watched the trailer for this did you watch the last bit of this and like we're constantly back and forth with things so um yeah we're both really excited where that's going that's cool cool deal um so the halo series it started i think it drops on friday so i think you know there will be two episodes by the by tomorrow and if you're if you're listening to this podcast you'll already have two episodes to uh to go through uh by the way redeeming the paramount plus perk was a was a touch of work i'm not gonna lie um like i tried to do it on my phone was it my phone one yeah, of you the said two. you tried to do it on your phone and struggled, and you had to do it through your Xbox. Uh, no, you can't do it through your Xbox. No, yeah, you can. Yes, yes, you couldn't do it through the PC. I don't know. I got confused. There are two ways to do it. It was either the PC or the Xbox or the phone and the Xbox, and I couldn't get one of them to work, so I had to do it through the Xbox, and then I had to go on the. I've never been on the browser site on the browser on the Xbox. <laughs> that is awful. I mean, yeah. awful. Um, I mean, and I know you can connect keyboards and stuff like that to it. And so I get it. That's fine. But I don't have a keyboard to it. So if you don't have a keyboard and you're just doing it with a controller, it's awful. Um, but I did finally get it done. It took it took about 30 minutes, but uh, I got there. Um, so but that is available. And, you know, don't let it sit. It is like it is the stupid thing where it's like if you already have Paramount Plus, it doesn't work. Uh, you have to be a new subscriber. I think that's always lame, but whatever. Um so anyways, let's move on. Uh, Xbox created a new publishing arm, 
and this is if this is not a corporate name for something, God bless them. Uh, the Cloud Gaming Organization. CGO. <laughs> it's just the worst name ever. It's a very un-Microsoft name, you know? At least yeah. Microsoft gaming name. They're usually pretty good about their about making catchy titles. Um, not on this sucker, though, let me tell you. Um, the idea is that it helps developers create exclusive, exclusive games on Microsoft's cloud for second-party publishing. Um so they're third-party developers that are published by Microsoft that are helped by Microsoft. Kind of like I don't know. Is like is that kind of like when when Nintendo has like next level like make when you know make it make a title for them? Is that second-party publishing? Is that that kind of thing? Yeah, that, that's the yeah, that, yeah. And then what I think this is because it's around the cloud basis is I believe this is the pushing the direction to the hardware that for the Xbox streaming stick. Yeah, or the X dong. I think this, yeah. this mm-hmm. is the okay. We need we need a service that is reliable and very strong with backup servers and this that and the other. And they need all the hardware, so then we can then push more content onto the cloud and mm-hmm. make it a better service. Mm-hmm. So I think this is the this is step one to back in that rumor. Do you think that their plan is to have a cloud store? Or is it just going to be like a cloud, uh, you know? So I mean, I mean, if you, if these are cl- if these are cloud games, that exclu- it seems like they're exclusive to the cloud. Now I don't remember if it says that they're exclusive to Microsoft. I don't know if they're exclusive to the cloud. Um, but if that's if that's the case, like, are they are they going are they looking to have just like a a cloud store? Potentially, yeah. I mean. <laughs> So like you, it'd be Stadia, basically. Yeah, and but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean you can you can run your your current console like that at the moment. It's yeah, just could. not everything supported, and it's not a fantastic service, especially for me and my experience with it. I mean, I know you've had better experiences, but in terms of like for me, it's always seems a bit patchy. I don't know if it's because of my internet or. Or what I just don't seem to be able to get on very well with it. A lot of lag, a lot of jitteriness and stuff like that in the games. Um, which is the reason why I don't use the cloud service much. But I suppose if they wanted to build a better, uh, yeah, a better system for the cloud gaming to run on, going to somebody that handles like Stadia people like that 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 can handle the streaming kind of things even if they're like you say they run alongside things like amazon or not for the fire stick because that service you know is flawless in yeah. most parts um, yeah and that's what makes me worry sometimes that it is it isn't my internet when it comes to that the cloud gaming because i can i could be streaming a dog can be streaming we can be doing this uh, and the internet doesn't follow, but as soon as I try and play a cloud game through the Xbox, it kind of just trips up over itself. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I you know, so I have I have had good experience with XCloud, uh, except for when I tried to play Halo, um, especially after playing it natively on the Switch, and then or on the Switch after playing it natively on Xbox, and then trying to go uh, to XCloud, it was very, it just felt heavy, like like a Master Chief just felt like it wasn't he didn't move the way he moved on 
on my Xbox and I just didn't like it at all. I, I, I tried it. I tried it one time and I could not handle it. And so I went back to just playing it on the Xbox. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a great way to go. This cloud gaming organization, I kind of wonder if it's going to be akin to like the Apple Plus thing that they did. Uh, I don't know if you ever like you watched the Apple thing where it was like they they did a whole I think it was a couple two or three years ago. They did a whole thing of like, yeah, Apple came alongside of me and now I make this now I made this app that I wouldn't otherwise be able to make. And now I put it on this Apple Plus gaming thing. It was like when the Apple it was like when Apple's are Apple Arcade. That's what it is. It's like when Apple yeah, yeah. Arcade first came out, they did this whole thing. I kind of wonder if that's where X, Xbox is going, except more more of a on, a on a streaming focus than just like a mobile focus, obviously. And so it's like, yeah, you know, I made this made this game thanks to Xbox's help, and I put it on their on their uh, cloud thing. Which so we'll see. Uh, see when we probably won't start seeing fruits from this for quite a while. I would imagine. Um, no. Okay, moving on. Final top story. Uh, you know, it's funny. We started out with not a lot of top stories, but by the end of the day, it was like they just kept rolling in. <laughs> it, was a, it was a news-heavy day today. Um, E3 is officially canceled. Yes, yeah, it is. There was, um, there was a, a tweet from, let me make sure you name, Will Powers, um, who is the PR lead for Razor, and he dropped a tweet. Which kind of read, just got an email. It's official. E3 Digital is officially cancelled for 2022. Lots of mixed feelings about this. So, yeah, that was, what, three hours ago today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a bummer. Um, It's a real bummer for, I think, gamers more than anything else. Uh, You know, it just kind of scatters where everything's going to be, right? I mean... Yeah, well, that's it. E three was E three is like our Comic Con, isn't it? That's it. It's our oh, big yeah. event that we get so excited for, and yeah, you know, you kind of, and I will. I'm one of them. I'm one of the people that like set dates and times to do stuff and mm-hmm. sit and watch it, and like, yeah, kind of like the game of Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, it it really is. Hundred uh, percent, that's true. Um, I can see why it's gone. I don't know that it'll ever be back. I really don't. Maybe if they can go back to physical, maybe I can see people. But still, I mean, man, that's a lot of money to get people to come to one spot, to all the printing and all the set pieces and everything that goes into that. Um, and now because of the pandemic, I mean, not just because of the pandemic, but the pandemic definitely spurred it on. A lot of these companies have really put money into their social platform and their video. And now it's like, well, wait, I can just. I can have the same amount of people and the same people that uh, at least for the at least for the bigger developers and the bigger publishers. They can, like Ubisoft and EA, Nintendo, Sony, you know, Microsoft, all those people. They can just say, hey, we got a direct or a showcase or uh, a, a, a play state of play, whatever Sony calls it. Um, and yeah. every, now- everybody's still going to be there for it. Yeah, off, off off the back of E3 be cancelled, are we going to see like an Xbox showcase event? Are we going to see a big Sony like showcase event? And Nintendo going to do a large direct with a larger treehouse and stuff like that? Are we going to see each console manufacturer? So Xbox, Nintendo, Sony. Um, are we going to see Meta like? You know the guys behind the Oculus and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Are we and Hive. We're going to see those companies now go shit, we've got no way we can pump all our like 
our plans for the next 18 months and get people hyped behind us. Like, what do we do? <laughs> Are we going to see them like, Gonna, there's going to have to be something because it's it's one of the key features of the gaming calendar. They're, they're gonna there's going to have to be. Well, I'm hoping there's something. <laughs> I don't like, think I, there does. I don't know what I'm going to plan my money around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, they're all going to have something. But my point is, I don't think they're freaked out. Like, I think the indies are freaked out, and I feel bad for them because they need the help and the platform to get to get heard um, in in this market. But the big guys. You know, the ones all I just named, they don't need ESA or or uh, Jeff Keeley or IGN. They don't need any of that. Like, all they need to do is crap out that they're going to have a direct in three days and then crap out the video and everybody's going to flock to it. Everybody that would have been at E3 is going to flock to it. They're going to report on it. They're going to watch it. They're going to be there. And you know what they didn't have to do? They didn't have to plan around E3 schedule. They didn't have to they didn't have to give views off of their social platform to some to E3 social platform. They got to keep it all in house. So to them, I don't know that this is a loss and I kind of wonder if the digital event got canceled because exactly of that. E3 was like, "Hey guys, come on. Come on, we can all we'll all be friends and we can come over here." And they're like, "Well, I mean, we're all friends, but, you know, Let's just call also, each other. E3 is a, is, a, is a larger audience to aim for. So you've got a mixture of people that are going to be watching. You're going to have Nintendo, like Nintendo-only fans watching some Xbox stuff because it's there and they have to watch it, and some Sony stuff because it's there and they have to watch it, where like Nintendo can turn around and be like, we can target our fan base so much easier on our own and not have to worry them about not having to watch stuff that doesn't interest them and you know xbox are only going to be the same and if you can get a targeted audience how much more feedback and how much more reaction do you get in terms of game sales and stuff when you you just you know you're using a target audience yeah yeah i think that i think this hurts the indies a ton um, or at least a good bit, especially the ones that aren't going to get, you know, I mean, there's the Nindy, there's the ID Xbox. I'm sure PlayStation has something. So some of those will get picked up there. But those ones that don't get picked up, uh, where did they trumpet what they're doing now that it actually gets heard by the same amount of people? But the other ones, I don't think they care. By the way, Hambone, how you doing, man? Feel free to jump in. Tell us what you think about uh, E3 being canceled. Um, uh, Hambone, by the way, this is my Elden. This is, we, we're starting. This is the last time I do it, but, uh, Hambone Johnny, Elden Ring update. Uh, he beat it like seven times. No, I don't know. He beat it a bunch of times and has like a hundred percented the game, got all the achievements, maybe not a hundred percented, but got all the achievements in the game. Guy's crazy, crazy good. That's so, all I so, we, say. so he went from, he's gone from pumpkin boy to pumpkin lord to pumpkin god. <laughs> yeah i love it that's yeah. totally true that is that is totally true um so kudos to you man i probably won't ever be back and that might be the last from game i get and i'm i'm happy for them and for everybody who loves it um you tried it you didn't like it that's fine that's, you know the you problem know, is though, sean that's what we say to the kids <laughs> that's right that's right yeah uh-huh i took a thank you bite and i and i said no thank you after that bite um uh ESA tried to be friends with benefits and everyone said no thanks that's what Ambo and Johnny says about it and I think that's 100% true that's that's a good way to say it um so yeah E3 canceled 
Um, there's a rumor. Is this a rumor or is it coming? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I, I stuck it in the top rumors section because there was no solid date. Fair so enough. it was, it's, it was just, it's announced that Xbox Game Pass are currently working on a family style plan, which is great. I don't know mm -hmm. if this is something to tackle what PlayStation have done and to try and keep in line with what Nintendo are doing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. It's, it's cool. I, I don't know how, if we can make it work for us, that'd be really nice. But I, I think as you read through the article, you said that it's kind of locked to your, to the country that you were in. Yeah, it's locked sucks, to your region. But... Yeah. Um, I don't think this is the case. I know they're going to get flack for this and they're going to be like, everything's like, oh, well, this is just, you're just uh, responding to PlayStation. I don't think Xbox literally was just like, um, uh, well, we got something too. Uh, we, we're gonna do a family van. We're gonna do family plan. That's what we're gonna do. I don't think that's the case. I don't think it is at all. It was just like when PlayStation came out and acquired whatever studio they acquired that I can't remember. Uh, right after, right after Xbox's Activision, everybody's like, oh, the PlayStation's just responding. No, they weren't. They had to be in the works for a good long time. You don't just like go out and acquire a studio in two weeks like you know um yeah so so i i don't think this is a response to them i think they've known that this has been a complaint from their from their crowd for a while that they've wanted some type of family plan deal and yeah. this is just a, I, their way to you know it was a question in the discord from somebody about it as well just recently i can't remember who it uh -huh. was that yep. said you know can my can I share this with my my child that lives in the house and we use the same one. So I know for a fact that if it does come to come out, I, I will go for the family plan because then it allows Jay to play it. And yeah, I'll probably share it with my dad and my brother. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll do the family plan. Why not? I, and I'm sure I can find some people, you know, now it all depends if they're going to. So the rumor is, We'll call it a rumor for now because that's a good idea. The rumor is that it's a family plan. It can house five Game Pass accounts. They're all separate, but they pay uh, a sub it, you pay much less than if you were paying for five separate uh, Game Pass accounts. That that's all we really know, and we don't know when it's coming out, but possibly in the near future. That's what the article said. Um, uh, this was, I think, Windows Central was the one that came out with this. Uh, no, and. Xbox Air. Xbox Air reported on it, but Windows Central was the one that broke it. Um, so there you go. Jez Gordon on Windows Central. Um, so, you know, if I can take out, if I can do that and then hit up Discord and be like, hey, are there is there four more Americans that want to join this plan with me? <laughs> because I'm happy to share, share a little bit Let's of uh, savings. Can, I could probably name three of them. One of them's in chat. One of them is Tim, and the other is potentially Justin. Yeah, he's in Canada. He's in Canada. And, um, and Justin and I already tried. Um, I got a good deal on some. Uh, yes, Hambone's in. All right, you're right. I got I got one already. Um, uh, I and Justin and I, I already tried to share a code with him for like a good deal I got on some uh, on some Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate codes. And they don't share. So so they're going to consider uh, right. Canada. It's not like North America. It's definitely Canada and America. So, okay, so uh, yeah. Okay, so there's Sammy, there's Tim's son. Oh, yeah, he's got two. He's got two at least. May yeah, yeah, Excuse maybe me. it's just Tim and me and, and Hambone. Sounds good. Tim doesn't know it, but he's in. Okay, good job. Um, 
really? yeah, so I think it's a good I think it's a good deal though. I mean little 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 help to their to their fans. Uh whew, man, 40 minutes of top stories and rumors and all that jazz, pal. There's a hey, lot of they, stuff. They would they would yeah, we're gonna say we had a couple of quiet weeks, so you know we would use some decent news to talk about. Yeah, so yeah, that's I'm not gonna sure. complain. That's true. Good idea. Don't complain, Nick. All right, Xbox Spotlight. Sean, why don't you go first, sir? What you been playing? So, so I got I got rid of Elden Ring. That went. I traded in. I couldn't get on with it. I tried. I kept dipping in. I kept trying. It's, it's just it's not my style of gameplay. And like you, I tried. It's the first Souls game I've ever played, and you know, So that went back. I got almost all my money back on that, which was pretty cool. Um, and got Kirby. <laughs> I know if you want to go from two different spectrums of games, <laughs> I went from playing Elden Ring and having my ass whooped to swallowing everything that's in its path and played Kirby. Um, so Elden Ring's gone. Uh, I've been playing Kirby quite a bit at work, <laughs> which is, you know, I can't that word, admit. The story's just getting better and better. I love it. Yeah. So I've been playing Kirby at work. Um so that's gone. But Warzone has been reinstalled. I had a really good long chat with my dad. Um, asked him a couple of questions about the new stuff. They've revamped the Rebirth map. Um, there's been a lot of changes to the main Warzone map. Um, for Dansk has disappeared. We've got a completely new name map that I've not played. So um, and I dipped back into that. It's installed. I, I jumped in one match just to make sure all the texture packs worked. They've got a new um, high graphics engine kind of well not engine but system where it streams the graphics while you're playing as well as having them hard downloaded um so i I gave that a try and it runs so much cleaner now on the series x which is really nice cool um so go back into that i haven't touched any more tunic because i haven't had time so that's something that hopefully this weekend well we're down to just the one child and we've got some snow and crap weather. We won't be going anywhere. So I'll hopefully get back into some tunic. And the other game I've been playing is Mario Kart 8 because I have like, I, I got beat. <laughs> so the, the Tokyo blur track, which I thought I was absolutely homing in and, and getting killer times. I was knocked from first to third. So I only scored nine points. Uh, instead of 11. So this this week, uh, the Ninja Hideaway track, which is what the Dance After Dark currently running as part of their monthly mayhem. Um, I have a time now that's in the low two minutes and fives. So I'm doing very well with that. Yeah, you're being pretty cheeky in there. Every once in a while, I go in there and see it. Canceled your ghost, and you're showing pictures with, like, scratched out seconds or, or like, thousands of seconds. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been having a fun time watching you in there. I, I can tell you're really enjoying yeah. yourself. That's cool. The, the, that, the, this track is it's so hard because it's not the same. It's you're not always – you've got two different routes you can take through it, and depending on how quick you are on one lap means you can use – the other route on the different lap. So it, it's been a lot of playing around to try and get the fastest time, but I've got it down to a point now where I'm just, I'm shaving off like a 10th of a second every time. So, yeah. So, so, uh, well, before I move on, anything, anything else for you? 
Um, no, not yet. I've got my eye on F one twenty one because the the campaign mode for that is more interesting than the previous ones, mm. um, where you can actually create your own driver and your own like you, you've got to work your way through the teams and stuff like that. So I might give that a try, depending on um, how much time is taken up by Warzone and finishing Tunic, because you know I'm after <laughs> all the items in that game. <laughs> Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. All right, let's just have this out, Chuck. You think you are going to get all the items in Tunic without using a guide? Yes. In this, in this, in this year, you think that's going to happen? Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. I, the, the thing is that the puzzles, the puzzle, the, the puzzles, when once I've solved them, are so blatantly obvious. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's like, why is why 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 is like there's there's one point where you've got to use two abilities at the same time, and I'm trying not to spoil too much, but you have to use two abilities at the same time to make an enemy become something you can do something else with to get to something else, and like it gives you gives you the exact thing that you have to do, but it's really difficult to work out what exactly what you need to do and when you need to do it, so. And I love that. I love that about games. I love the mm-hmm. like having to come back and scratch my head and kind of think about things and stuff like that. So, and I like little puzzles and I like having to work things out. And hence, like a uh, little bit of pillow talk between me and the wife last night. She's got a weighted blanket and she had this she had this weighted blanket over her in bed. And she's like, "I wonder how much weight you'd have to have over you like this for it to suffocate you, not like <laughs> to, to to squash you enough to be." suffocate so he couldn't breathe and i lay there for a while in bed and i'm really quietly thinking i'm like i don't know how much weight but i reckon the force that it needed have to be about 50 pounds per square inch of your total body area to stop you from being able to breathe enough to to suffocate you by squashing and she was like you're in a (laughs) and i was laid there for a good 10 minutes working this out trying to work out like how much your air like how much air pressure you can hold in your lungs which is about two bar um <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, no. no that's like, I, yeah, I was that's waiting for you to spend. be like fifty pounds per square inch, and she's over there like, uh huh. And how much do you? How much do you weigh? And what? What is your surface area? <laughs> Could you do that math for me, honey? Because <laughs> I'm looking on Amazon right now for a weighted blanket. That... <laughs> yeah. I mean, the uh, one that she's got now, the one she's got at the moment, is eight kilos. It's it's an awful. I can't stand it. She, she loves it. It's like she puts it on her and she. she so she can just feel all the stress disappear. I, I put it on me and I'm like, I feel trapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to each their own, yeah. right? Um, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that that's some pretty awesome pillow talk. That's 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 all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> Married life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, man, I don't know. So one one, uh, we, uh, talk about guides. I t- I I had this thought. Late last year, I was going to say early, late last year, I'm like, listen, because I was with you. I was like, listen, I want to do, I don't do guides. I get 100% on stuff. And if I can't, and for me, and this is just me, but for me, my problem was this. It was like, well, listen, I want to do all these things. And I was born this way because I got three freaking games a year and I didn't have anything else to do. So it was like, well, sure, I don't want to I don't want to fly through these games by using guides and I want to get 100 percent or else I'll be I won't have anything to play for like, you know, four months. And so and but now 
I have I have too many games. I have games that come out all the time that I'm like, I want to play and I can play and I don't have any time. And so for me, it was like, OK, wait, like I'm not going to use a guide on everything. I just beat Psychonauts without a guide. I didn't 100 percent it. I don't have plans to go back to 100 percent, it, quite frankly. But also, like for me to have beaten Tunic with the Golden Path route um, without a guide I would still be playing it guaranteed like that game that and you are right when like you see when like you see the puzzles you either figure it out or the puzzle is kind of showing to you like with me with the guide I'm like oh okay yeah that yeah okay but the amount of time it would have taken me to make that logical leap I have no idea I I mean that some of those puzzles are legit crazy yeah Um, I know, I know there's, a, there's a section, there's an island that you kind of stand on, and there's like a little trail of mud that goes off into the sea in all these weird angles. Um, and the camera changes and emphasizes the square of land. And I know there is something to do with that. And yep, I know that it is something to do with the amount of time that you spend on there. From the clues, it's the amount of time you've got to be on there. but I don't know where you have to stand. I don't know what else you have to do while that. So, so I've come away from that. I'm thinking I, there's, there's got to be more. There'll be things later on that you do where you get the little side notes that just appear mm. on the instruction booklets. So, but yeah, and, and it's it's because it's because it's got that guide style thing built into it. It's mm. got the instruction booklet built into the game that has driven me to want to do it without having to use a guide. I've used guides in the past on games when, like yourself, I've got through the game, I've beaten it, I've done as many as the puzzles I can think of, and it's like there's nothing else I want to play. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to try and like either figure out the puzzles or if it becomes too much and I've got that drive to want to get everything, I will look up for part of the explanation mm-hmm. and then try and figure out the rest. So... Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I will I will say while we kind of just hopped into this uh, guy thing because it just whoa. Sorry, I, I don't dropped know who something. That, oh, that was you. Oh wow. Okay, I thought maybe it was me. Uh, well, I'm glad it's not my fault. Uh, um, I will say uh, I asked this question on online and and Mister Mister Blanc, Blanco John gave a really like thought out answer which i which i appreciate um and so i just wanted to i just wanted to kind of go over for a little bit he says for me personally i feel like when a game forces you to use a guide it's a flaw in the game design i enjoyed and and there is like two sides to this like so i don't know if tunic is forcing you to use a guide it would take a lot of logical effort but you could probably figure it out but with that said i enjoyed every moment of elden ring uh, until the last 15 hours or so when I was forcibly glued to my web browser to get the items seemingly necessary to beat later bosses. Um, can I use the guide to find what I need or find the right strategy for a particular boss? Sure. Can I look up videos to find the right to find the right way to cheese to beat the, the dude? Sure. Uh, but I should be given the tools to do it all on my own. Um, yeah. And, I which think, I appreciate. and that's, that's what I think tunic is doing for us i think tunic gives you all the stuff that you need but only when you've done certain parts of the game and you've got to certain areas in the game and you've potentially 
use the mechanic that you need to figure that puzzle out. They then give you the little jotted notes on a different page. So then when you look through the guide again, you go, hey, that wasn't there really, but that 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 would work. So you then got to go back to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, the, the original Ocarina of Time, not the 3DS remastered one that had the fixed water temple. I never used it. I, even the freaking um, trade quest to get the the, the larger sword. Sure. I didn't use a guide for that. Me and my dad sat and figured that out, and we like through trial and error and things like. That. And that's what I, I, I that got me into the, so stuff like that got me, the love of that got me into wanting to do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it, like I said, I. Man, it wasn't really until this year where I was like, listen, I, I want to finish some of these games because I'm not like if I don't on some of these things, there's there were two pieces for me. There was one, the guide issue with really Tunic is the first one where I was like, OK, if I want to beat this game, I need to use a guide. like I just I'm not unless there's another option you can take where you just fight something has a it, it reminds me kind of like Undertale. And I I got the bad version of Undertale. So I really didn't want to go the path that I thought might be the bad ending. I didn't want to get that with Tunic. Um, so I was like, no, I really want this ending. But the only way I'm going to get it is with a little bit of help. And then the second thing was for me, 100% in games. I had to like drop that mindset of like, I'm going to play this game till it's 100%. Because I just I don't have time to do that. Um, I mean, yeah. if I if I, I really the, want to. I will. For me, assuming the bad ending is defeating the, the air. That's what I'm that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. That's what I. That's my. So guess. that's that's what I'm trying to avoid as well. So yeah. I'm currently now trying to go to all the places you can pray to get to somewhere else to get a different item. <laughs> there you go. I like it. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. Uh. Anyway. So that's that's tunic. That's our talk about guides. Um. Hey, if you want to use a guide, that's great. Uh, if you don't, that's great too. You what game? What Sean and I always say is, you play games the way you want to play games because yeah, games are supposed say, to be hey, fun. We're a massive, yeah, we're a huge advocate for play the games the way you want to play them. That's right, and so. it's that's what makes listening to us very, sometimes really interesting. Is we have a very difference in opinion on on the way to play things. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, two games from me. Uh, once again, Sean, I never thought if you would have said. Nick, you're going to make it all the way through March, and you're going to be a game a week. I would have said you're freaking nuts. It's never going to happen. But I beat Psychonauts this week, which continues my one game a week. And I'm not really trying to do this. It's just I'm just kind of, you know, picking a game and going and just playing it um, with that new mindset. And I'm really enjoying. I've really kind of found my way with Game Pass because I was really unsatisfied after I looked back last year and thought, man, I didn't. I didn't really beat anything. Like, I mean, I mean, I bet I beat probably like five or six games and probably four of those were Nintendo games. Um, And it was like, well, all right, that, you know, there's just something was about it that was like, well, I did a lot, but I don't feel like I did what I want to do in gaming. And so, yeah, I'm really loving it. I I went through Psychonauts. I will say (sighs) this game was tough for me. Um, I, I love the gameplay. The platforming, I think it's fun in a lot of ways. I feel like the story, I started to get vested in the story closer to the end. And I mean the end end. Um, but I feel like there's so much fluff. If they if they would have stayed on more of a path to tell a story, 
Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not. I mean, and maybe I'll come back to this because I mean, I may not have it worked out in my head yet either. Why? But there's something about it that fell off. The story is deep. It's understandable. It's not. It's not. It's not hard to understand. But for some reason, it just it didn't stick with me until the very end when I was like, oh, I was kind of like, I'm kind of I get it now. Um, but in the beginning, I just feel like I, I was all over. It was like, go do this, go do that. And I wasn't really sure why I was doing it. Um, so I had issues. I had issues with that. My other issue on the gameplay side was your special, your spe- special abilities you get. Man, if they would have put that on a dial, um, I would have been much happier. I really hated the like, oh, wait, no, I don't. I don't. I need the right thing. And I mean, kudos, you know, the game pauses, unlike everything else I've played recently, like Tunic and Elden. So like when you when you stop the game, the game literally does stop. You don't have to worry about being killed. So so it's not it's not so much of like it pull it. It, you're you can't do it and win because you certainly can you can you can go to your specialties re realign them and then go back to the game and you're fine but um it just kind of pulls you out of this experience you know i'm fighting this guy i just want to fight him let me just flip up like flip press a button bring up all my specialties choose the ones i want to realign while i'm on the fly and then do it but it, it's not that way and so i didn't appreciate that and yeah i think hambone Hambone's right. The middle drags in this game, and uh, but when you finally get on the path, it it it's a it's a good game. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so that's the, the, that's that's the two things that turned me off to the point where I probably won't go back to the game is that I got to the point where it was beginning to drag, and I felt mm-hmm. like I wasn't achieving much. Unlike at the beginning of the game, where you feel like you're achieving quite a bit, and then sure. that menu system for selecting stuff just. Yeah, you'd be in the middle of something. Like you say, you're in the middle of something and you're like right in the height of it and you're interested and you're gripped by it. And then all of a sudden you've got to pause the game, go to a different menu, select this, put this in, and then go back in. It's like, okay, no. Yeah, yeah. And and there were times when, and I mean, this is on me. I tried to keep like two specific things on the right trigger and bumper on the right bumpers. And then I would switch everything on the left. But sometimes something would happen. And so... I, I did die a couple times where I was like pressing that trigger thinking something else was there. And I, I mean, it's on me. I can look down to the right and see what's what symbols on that trigger. But uh, yeah, it's just it's uh, you know, nobody has done multi specialty, multi special abilities as well as Metroid Dread. I just want to say that like yeah, that. That was if people need to copy that system. They want yeah. to do multi. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so good. And I mean, I know I, I got it got bashed on for being a lot of buttons because it was sometimes, you you know, you had to hold. I don't know. You had to hold like a trigger and press another button to shoot because you you were activating different specialties by pressing different button combos. But man, it feels good. I mean, you just it's it's all available to you all the time, and and that just that just feels the way like it should be. Um, so yeah, kudos to them on that. Um, and then I pl- I've been playing Kirby with the kids, and man, have I been loving it. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. Um, I, 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 I was telling you before the podcast, before we started podcasting, um, the kids are to a point now to where I kind of like sit down and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Okay. You know, and they just got, they're just doing the game and I'm, I'm like, can can I play? Is it okay? Is it okay if I play? <laughs> like, they don't really need me there, much anymore, um, I'm having a fun time watching them do it every once in a while. I'll jump in. Um, we did get to a boss that they finally were like, dead. we, we can't beat this guy. Um, uh, so 
So, yeah, but it's just fun. Like, I mean, that's all I can really say about it. It's that kind of second. Yeah, I like, I like that you can scrape through the game by just completing the levels. Yep. So there's no, like, you don't, there, there hasn't been a point yet where I've had to go back because I haven't had enough stuff to, to go forward. Um, mm-hmm. And that there's enough help in the game with, like, the little Professor Owl yeah. guy that sits there and tells you, like, oh, you've missed this ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to make yeah. the game easy to play, but then at the same time, the platforming element of it is quite difficult. I've never played a Kirby game before, so I'm trying to un- like, like trying to learn the Kirby lore of like the float only lasts oh, for so mm-hmm. long. But you can't attack really while you're floating unless you breathe out, and that just knocks people out. So there's a lot I've had to learn, which has been an interesting journey. But yeah, it's great. It's yeah, it's a good one to pick up for the first Kirby game. So. Yeah, yeah, that that's cool. I didn't I didn't realize this was your first one. Um yeah, and I uh I was going to say oh, Waddle Town. That's what I was going to say. I I really enjoy Waddle Town. Uh so the kids love it, which I think is also why I enjoyed so much, you know, like you get enough Waddledees and something else pops up and they're like, oh, "We got something new. This is great." You know? Um so they're really they're really loving that. Um so Did, have they found all the codes? All the code all the codes? Yeah, the the special delivery guy codes. Oh no, no, I don't, I don't know yeah. of it. I don't know of these special delivery codes. Yeah, so the, you, there's a there's a guy that you can speak to, and he looks like a mailman. And if you give him certain passwords, you can like you only get coins and rare stuff. Oh, um, is that where like I'm that. supposed yeah. to put in the the demo code? Yes. Okay, I didn't know where we were supposed to go, uh, to be honest, and so I hadn't really done it yet. Oh, okay. Well, now I'll have to look yeah. for him. Um, I like all the mini games as well. So the fishing's fun. The like the cafe rush style mini games fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Hambone was just saying. His son likes the cafe mini game the most. Um, yes, and my kids, my kids love that. Uh, my son loves to go through the battle boss rush arena with me, um, so that we can go and just kind of beat on some bosses. Um, I like the I like the funny the like the light the RPG light thing it has too, where it's like find these stars, update upgrade your abilities. I think that's fun. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty cool. Uh, that's me. That's me in games. That's everything I got. Like or not, Kirby. I'm here. <laughs> so for for games that have come out this week, let me get our new little list up because we've been not fancy and made a sheet. Um, so between the, the now and the last time we made the podcast, um, Narco F1 Racing 2021 and a memoir Blue have dropped. Um, I can't even remember what those games are. I looked at them earlier as well. I thought I was sat at work. I thought I would go through them all. I would this, but uh, I think Narco is the point and click narrative style game that's a bit. 16 bit. Uh, a memoir blue is a story style game. And that's as far as I can remember. I watched all the videos for him, read the descriptions, thinking I'll try and be on top of it, but it's now 20 past midnight and my brain's not working. Um, you know what? I didn't watch the videos. Uh, I, it, it, the memoir blue is a narrative driven game about her reconnecting with, with, I think her kid. Um, her daughter, to be exact. Um, so yeah, 
but that's about that's about all I know as well as as well too. As well too. Yeah. So I don't know how Narco works as a point and click narrated narrative style game on the Xbox because obviously you lack the touchscreen or a mouse. Um, but it seemed to be quite an in-depth narrative style. So there was a lot of dialogue to get mm-hmm. through. So, um, yeah. Uh, but for games that have dropped this week, we've got Crusader Kings 3, um, which is... That's is been that out a, for a while. That was a PC game. That's That was on the PC uh, version. Yeah, I was going to say that's for a, a while, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you call them? Civilization style yeah. game, mm. isn't it? Where you kind of build. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Mm. Um, and what came out today was the Weird West, which Hambone said he was trying to get into. Um, I'm going to give said it a you go. You're going to have a look. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say you thought, your thoughts initially were that it was a little bit too horror-y, horror horror. Horror, horror, horror. Well, I don't know about that. It just like at first I thought it seemed. I mean, it's in the title, okay? So it's my pad, all right? I mean, it's not on them. Uh, It's called Weird West. What did I freaking think? And then when I started to watch the trailer, I was like, oh shit, this is weird. (laughs) Okay, good. I'm glad they. I'm glad they nailed the title. Um, But yeah, it just it just seems a little maybe too weird for me. But I'll give it a go. See what I think. Maybe I'll love it. That wouldn't be the first time that's happened. Uh, but yeah, it, it does does feel a little weird. Yeah. Um, games that are coming out quite recently as well. Uh, Xbox Game Pass Twitter account is currently dropping a lot of st- stuff about the Major League Baseball, the show 2022. Mm, yeah. Uh, that seems to be their new flavor of the week. Um, that comes out on the 5th of April, mm-hmm. which could be quite interesting. I've never played a, never played a baseball game ever, so that could be quite interesting. I might drop into that and kind of maybe if I can get time to stream it, that's the the issue I've been having. I'm struggling to get to stream it. I might stream my first take with that and people can laugh at how poor I am and trying to understand the rules. Oh, you'll have to tell when you do it, let me know. Maybe we can join up. I'm not a baseball guy either. I mean, like, so maybe (laughs) like maybe we can look like idiots together. Um, Cause yeah, I, I, I know nothing about the show. I mean, I know the basic of basic of baseball rules and that's it. That's about as much as it goes. Um, so why not, why not look like idiots together? Um, yeah, you, they gotta have a drop here pretty soon. I think, uh, this calendar looks really sparse. I mean, the show is basically what we got. And then the Chinatown detective agency, which we talked about yet last week. Um, yeah, we've got things like Marauders, which is taking its time to come out for any dates for that. Um, we've had stalker, which is now delayed. Um, and Turbo Golf Racing, which looks like a racing game based on Rocket League. That's so, exactly what I thought. It's like if you yeah, took mini golf and Rocket League and smashed <laughs> them together, that's what you get. So, Hambone, keep that on your radar. You might, I don't know, man. I don't know. I know you loved Forza and I know you love golf. So, Turbo Golf Racing coming to Game Pass News. No, no date yet, but might be, might be up your alley. Um, uh, and then, like later on, for, for later on in the year, there's, we've got Schnobelite, which is coming out at the end of April, which has got my attention quite well. But that's not coming to Game Pass, yeah. so that might be one that I drop a bit of cash on. But as for games that are coming to Game Pass for later on in the year, which is where you're saying we need a bit more information, please. Yeah, yeah, um, they, they got to be Two Point Campus and, and Pac Man Museum. So, 
Now, listen, I do have to say, uh, Ninfrendo mentioned this uh, about Breath of the Wild. Um, uh, Breath of the Wild got pushed. Two point campus. I was hoping would have another fifteen point spread to to up my uh, up my thing. Breath of the Wild two was my fantasy critic. I, I mean, it was like my my cornerstone of my entire team. And and uh, Nintendo just wrecked my wrecked my fantasy critic life. So, uh, but I I'm not dropping it, John. I've decided I'm not dropping it. <laughs> I'm gonna sit on that ship and I'm gonna sink with it. That's my plan. So that's what Good I'm man. that's what I'm doing. So yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's information about games that are coming soon. Like I say, we were due a big, we were due an E3 <laughs> style event. We need yeah, an E3 yeah. style event. <laughs> we're doing E3. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm not going to touch on things that are going because they haven't changed yet. They're still the same as they were before. Um, as for games that are coming. To the golden ticket, you still have Flaming Flood, uh, which is still there. Which leaves yesterday for me, so today for you. So, <laughs> um, if you listen to this as of from Saturday onwards, that drops off the game, but the golden ticket on the thirty first, and is potentially going to be replaced by Hugh or another site. Um. Or both of those games might be coming because SpongeBob's dropped off as well. So yeah, I think they're both coming. Another site, mm-hmm. yeah, and now live in the UK. Oh, as of Saturday. Um, and if you're listening, to, if you're listening and not watching, they're live for you too. No matter where you are. Yeah. <laughs> um. As for me, the only one I'm quite interested in picking up is MX versus ATV Alive because that's a take your brain out play kind of off road racer. I am going to see if I remember to, um, uh, yeah, Ninfrendo, I hate to break it to you, pal. Yeah, it got canceled about five hours ago, something like that, oh, three, no. four, yeah. yeah, three, four hours ago, E3 digital and physical is officially canceled. Um, uh, so yeah, I gotta go, I gotta go grab, grab Flame in the Flood, because I said I've done, I said I was going to do that for the last month, so now I need to really do it. <laughs> Yeah, you've you've got four hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do that when we hop up here. I really will. And yeah, we we didn't really we didn't get many questions this week from the community. Um, we we had some responses as to the guy like gaming with guides from uh, John Head John Dead After Dark from Dead After Dark. Yeah, so. You have to bear with me. Like I kind of, as, as this as we record, I slowly started to have like mental deficiencies and tail off. Mental um, deficiencies. But, well, yeah. You know what? I had uh, mental deficiencies when we started recording, and they're still there. So I mean, I, no worry. We're about at the same <laughs> capacity now. So <laughs> I've been awake for about 20, 21 hours. So I'm starting to get quite tired. Um, well, sir, send us out so you can uh, get some sleep. I'm humble. Johnny says Xbox is going to do an e me <laughs> event. <laughs> so no, I, I hope we get something. I hope that they do like an Xbox showcase live again because I enjoyed that event last year. That we we got like so many world premieres. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the stuff that came out, I hope we have something in that similar style soon. They'll definitely do it. It'll just you know it'll be on their own time whenever they want. Don't expect it in June. I don't expect it like the first like E3 June. You know. They may do it in May. They may do it in July. You know, that's kind of the thing. I think that's the thing that they love. It's like, 
Well, I don't got to scramble to get something around for June for E3. I can do it whenever I want. Yeah. And everybody will show. Like I said, ain't nobody not going to show. I'm not going to be I'm like, well, it's not E3, so I won't be there. I'll be there. Don't yeah. worry. There's another sheet that I think we should add, and that's a calendar of big games that are going to be coming out. So we can maybe make a, start making some kind of predictions of how things are going to go in terms of and when the Xbox are maybe going to do some is, kind of event drop. That's because, a good idea. You mean games that are announced? Because that's just like Starfield. <laughs> like, I'm like, well, yeah, this is that's <laughs> what I'm trying to think of. Wasteland out there. <laughs> it's like you've got Two Point Campus in May, middle of May and Starfield, which is the only game that hasn't yet been delayed. What else have they got? <laughs> so, if that gets delayed, man, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> no one to say about that. But it ruined the whole intro video if they did delay it because it was in the coordinates for the, the like the launch coordinates in the video. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it ruins everything for for Bethesda because isn't that I, they chose that date specifically because it's ten years, ten years since Skyrim or nine years? I can't remember. It's a specific ten years. ten years, ten years since Skyrim. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. So, so yeah, so yeah. So anyway, I will take us out and then I can try and get some sleep. There you um, go. Because it's tired time for the UK people. Tired time. So tired. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, our socials uh, at Game Pass News. That's over Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Um, please give us a subscribe on on YouTube because it's the next place we can push to live. If you're listening to this in your podcasting app, please uh, give us some feedback. Give us a couple of stars. Helps us get through and beat the algorithm on those. Um, if you want to join us on Discord. Um, subscribe to the twitch channel uh if you don't want to subscribe to the twitch channel head over to patreon.com forward slash nintendo dads and for a dollar a month you can jump in on their discord over there and that's where we kind of sit and operate uh thanks very much to hambo and johnny and Nintendo for jumping in on a live chat it's nice to have you with us and until next time guys we'll see you later see you later guys